0: fm to get started it's the epic crossover we've been waiting for since season one the runaways finally meet cloak and dagger stick around on the runaways after show on AfterBuzz tv i'm maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to after buzz tv the espn of tv talk now let the buzz begin Do, 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 do. What's up, everyone? I am solo dolo in the house right now for the Runaways After Show on AfterBuzz TV. We're talking episode eight, Devil's Torture Chamber. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, Ollie Jenin. Unfortunately, I'm kind of of in a similar route with Alex Wilder. I'm stuck in the dark dimension by myself. I am runaway list. My panel has gone. I think they're trying to come save me. I don't know, but it's okay. Because you know what? I have a live chat with me, and I see you guys chatting right now. We're going to talk so much about this episode. You are my co-hosts, as you always are on this after show, but you guys have a more essential, bigger part tonight for this episode, because this is such an important episode. I'm a little bit bummed, no lie, for a couple of reasons. One, this is the only episode that Tandy and Tyrone are in, as to my knowledge, because remember, this is only episode eight. We're not covering any other episodes tonight. No 9, no 10. So no spoilers, guys. But I'm also bummed because I don't get to talk to my most awesome, amazing panel uh, that's usually here, which is Mina, Shay, and uh, Lauren. Because they're Marvel super fans. But I'm so happy to see you guys in the chat. I see Ivan Soto, Nicholas Kelly, Brandon Bowie, Enchanted Sim. Who else we got in the chat tonight? Uh, let's see. Let's see. I saw another one. Jazzy Jones. I see you guys. And I just want to shout you guys out right now. But um, wh- I just want to get to you know your initial thoughts and make sure you're you're constantly commenting. If you're not tuning in live, we do have the comment section. We also have social media to connect us. Yes, yes. Uh, we, we, yes, very dramatic. We have social media that can continue to connect us in our love for social, our love for not only social media, but Runaways. And you know what? Let's let's use social media to get us a season four. The power of social media is great. And the power of this fandom and this community <laughs> of Runaways is just very powerful because we love this show. And we love this episode so much because the Runaways are joined by Tani and Tyrone for the first time ever. Just like in the comments. So I just want to shout out and want to see what you guys are saying tonight in the chat. Uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, Ivan Soto says, So Wilder is still going to be evil in this incarnation. Thank goodness. Well, that is a very good point. Is he going to be evil, Ivan? I don't know. That's a good question. We're going to talk more about it. Um, let's see, let's see. Uh-oh, Jazzy Jones says, You guys know they filmed this already. I was just on the other version. Oh, okay. I don't know what I think that was about the other after show. My bad. Uh, let's see. Oh, Brandon just said, that uh, Dale is daddy. Well, I completely agree with you. I think he's very daddy. Okay, so let's get right into our first topic, which is Cloak and Dagger finally arrive. And I came to the conclusion that they kind of came because Nico was tampering with the Dark Dimension and wanting to get into it so bad in order to save Alex. Do you think it's a good idea to for Nico to really try to get into the Dark Dimension herself? should she be more on par with the rest of the crew cuz everyone is very uneasy about going back into the dark dimension. I mean remember it took them 6 months or when they were in the dark dimension originally they came back and they were gone for 6 months and it did it was one episode that that happened and it didn't seem like they were gone for that long but it just goes to show that time works differently when you're in another dimension such as the Dark Dimension. So it's it's very scary for everyone. Um, But we pick up from last episode because some of the crew got uh, kidnapped, which was some of the parents, Stacey, Dale, and uh, Victor, and of course, Carolina, Chase, and Gert. Meanwhile, Molly, where's our girl Molly? We don't know. But it's so great because Tanny and Ty come into the picture, and they come to assist our girl Nico. And not only that, Janet, or should we say Jarvis? I think it was Nicholas Kelly. One of you guys keeps saying that Janet became Jarvis, which is such a good term for her. She is Jan Narvis at this point, because remember, she became the algorithm. And it's great because she's assisting our runaways and helping to do good and better the world, because clearly this is not going to be a better world with Morgan Le Fay running it in her and her schemes, and we still don't even know what those schemes are. So start thinking about what her schemes could possibly be, and save that for predictions. Or you know, just give give me them now because I want to know what you guys are thinking about this crazy, crazy character that is just ruining everything. Um, but I absolutely love the interactions that Tandy and Ty are kind of having with our Runaways, especially Nico. I love that Nico and uh, Nico and Tandy. Two completely different characters that don't know each other, one representing light and obviously the other being darkness, and that's Tandy and Nico respectively. They don't know each other, and plus they're different. They're different elements, so they're gonna butt heads. And I love their banter. I love Tyrone just kind of being an oddball, wondering where am I? I'm, I'm from I'm from New Orleans. I'm not from here. I don't know L.A. He is not an L.A. boy by any means, but he's about to become a transplant. Or I would like for him to be a transplant. I mean, who wouldn't want cloak and dagger in L.A. for a change? I don't know. I still wish we had a third season for Cloak & Dagger, but uh, uh, that's a different after show. But also, if you guys are tuning in to the the show, and if you are no stranger to Cloak & Dagger, or if you are, go watch Cloak & Dagger. What are you waiting for? It's such an incredible show. Only has two seasons, but the cast, the crew, the writing, oh my gosh. You definitely need to check it out. If you are done with Runaways and haven't seen Cloak and Dagger, please go show it some love because I feel like just in this episode, watching Tanny and Tyrone harness their powers and just be so more confident. I feel like they've grown so much from their, their two seasons. It's so cool to see Olivia Holt and Aubrey Joseph reprise their roles this one last final time. For now. But um, let me check out the chat and see what you guys are saying. Uh, let's see. Oh, shout out to Brandy Joy says, um, "I don't think they're together, Jazzy, because when they went to the other dimension, they released hands very awkwardly." I think you're referring to Tandy and Tyrone. I didn't take it as they were together. Obviously, if you're no stranger to the comics, Tandy and Tyrone are known to be a romantic item, but they really have not yet to. I, I I mean, clearly they really in their seasons, haven't really tapped into that romantic relationship. That's not really spoiling anything, but they really haven't. They've been really close, great friends. But um, yeah, I want to know what you guys think. Would you want to see Tandy and Ty possibly be an item? Do you think they are an item? What were your interpretations of that? Because I didn't even notice that. So thank you for pointing that out. Um, I also loved in this episode, Tandy and Tyrone have grown so much to me. Being a fan of their their show, Cloak and Dagger, from Freeform, I feel like just seeing them be so confident in this episode and really harness their powers, I feel like they've grown, and it just makes me really sad that this is their final uh, portrayal for now. Uh, but it was so cool to see them kind of mirror the other people who are light and dark, which is Nico and Carolina. And obviously, Carolina and Nico are still trying to figure out their powers and harness them fully, especially my girl, Carolina, I love Carolina. She's such an awesome character, especially in the comics. She could fly. She could shoot her light beams way more than she's been doing in the series, unfortunately. I know that's, you know, special effects and whatnot, you know, that complicates things. But I wish Carolina was just the powerhouse that she is like she is in the comics. And we have yet to really see Carolina unleash her powers. But maybe there's two more episodes left. We will see if that happens. And Nico has definitely been the kind of stepping it up with her powers, you know, banishing aliens, uh, separating them into the dark dimension. Nico is definitely, to me, kind of OP in comparison to the rest of the Runaways. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, uh, I guess Jazzy Jones just say she agrees Tandy and Tyrone have grown. Ghost8386 says, I disagree. Stein is Friday 2.0. I don't know what that means. Am I missing something? Oh, yes. Ivan Soto. Thank you. You agree that the show has definitely nerfed Carolina. Totally. They really have. And I remember that scene where they were chasing Alex or the alien Alex. Carolina, why weren't you flying? Where were your powers? You were just running on the ground. I mean, I guess you were in public. But still, you could have caught Alex and stopped him before you had that crazy showdown. But I don't know. I digress. Uh, Let's see what Nicholas Kelly has to say. He says, So I was essentially right from my prediction that while in the dark dimensions, Alex completely folded as his psyche was permanently or seriously damaged to the point where he wants to go after his friends and steal their abilities. Oh, my gosh, Nicholas Kelly. You just shot out your prediction right there and then. And I am here for it. That is is such a good. I know we're jumping the gun. But you guys already probably have seen the episode, but that's such a great prediction. I love that, though. I really do love that. But more on that, we'll kind of delve into that more into the prediction segment later on in the after show. But um, why don't we get to other topics? But first, I have to shout you guys out one more time because I love you guys. You make AfterBuzz us hosts, the ESPN of TV talk. We really appreciate your guys' love and support talking about this. You guys, there's so much of you in the chat right now, just shouting you out. Enchanted Sim, I've instead of Nicholas Kelly, Brandon, Jazzy. You guys make this show so much more enjoyable because I love talking to fans. And you guys aren't even fans of Afterbuzz. You guys are friends and family of Afterbuzz. We look forward to talking about this amazing show. It's just bittersweet that we are getting down to the wire of the series finale. It just sucks. But what you could do for us is give us that five star review on iTunes. Give us a like, share, subscribe with your friends and family on multiple uh, social media platforms. And uh, yeah, I'm on other after shows. We are going to go on break soon. Um, so I am going to miss you guys. But thank you again for always being in the ESPN of TV Talk. This show means so much to me. It's bittersweet, like I said. So, more on to, uh, I mean, if you guys could do us another favor, why don't you? continue tweeting out a season four renewal of Runaways. That would be awesome because you know what that means? Not only do we get more episodes, you get more aftershows from TV. I mean, these actors, Lyrica, Allegra, Brittany, Angel, they've come in before and they love this show. It's been a part of their lives and they... Hello, they would love to reprise their roles if they were given the opportunity of a season four. So why don't we talk about these characters going into the dark dimension with the help of Tandy, Tyrone, and even Jarvis, or I mean, Janet. They do help free the captured runaways and pride from the coven. Because I don't trust the coven one bit because they are clearly tied to Miss Morgan. Morgan was not in this episode, but I absolutely love uh, Elizabeth Hurley, so I did miss her a little bit. Um, so I'm just ready to see her wreak more havoc, but I'm also seeing I'm ready to see Morgan get dragged. I don't know about you guys, but they do make it into the dark dimension. Everyone's there except for Molly, which kind of it kind of sucks because I I loved Molly's interaction with cloak and dagger in the comics because <laughs> if you're if you're a fan of the comics, Molly actually at one point rips off. Tyrone's cloak and it is so freaking funny because cloaks cloak is like you cannot take it off but because of Molly's power and remember she's a mutant in the comics I don't know what she is it was never really confirmed in the show. But because of her immense strength, she is able to rip off Tyrone, his form, and he completely is like useless when he when she finally takes off the, the she rips off the cloak and is such a funny panel, such a funny scene in the comics, and I would have loved to see that in the actual Hulu show. But I don't know, I don't know. What do you guys think? But um, kind of talking about, let's move on to Alex because I mean we've already been getting our predictions, Nicholas. Alex is held being captive in the dark dimension and he's going through it. We don't really know where his mind is. We don't know where the aliens are, but clearly he's going through the motions, especially when we see our girl Catherine Wilder resurface. And I don't know. What did you guys think of that crazy scene? There's, we see Darius and the fact that Wilder, Alex has to choose basically his mother or his friends. Is he going to kill his mom? Or is he going to go with his friends? Or, or, or basically, is he going to kill his mom to choose his friends? Or is he going to forget his friends to be with his mom? I mean, that's a no-brainer. Of course he's going to kill his mom. And I feel so bad for Miss Catherine. Because Catherine, she already got shanked in prison, y'all. She don't need to be get killed again. Let alone by her damn own son. But it was very predictable that he would choose his friends over his mother but it was really cool to see Catherine again because she got killed off really early in the season it was episode three and of course you know I love my girl Angel Parker who portrays Catherine Wilder I'm gonna miss her so much I don't think we're gonna see her again unfortunately but Alex is so determined to get out of the dark dimension and I honestly want him out of the dark dimension because I feel like there's such good potential now that you guys are really exciting me on the possibilities of where Alex is arc can fully go and could it really go more into the comic the the og comic original rendition of him being that evil mole i don't know more on that soon uh but it's really interesting because nico is so bent on saving alex she's the reason why everyone's here And then we realize from Quentin, if you remember Quentin from episode five, he was the one who kind of educated everyone on the Dark Dimension to begin with. He comes back and kind of shed some light about Morgan and how basically do not screw with Morgan or she's going to come for you. And if you screw with her, if you're against Morgan, bottom line, she's going to kill you. You're dead meat up against Morgan. But I think that's false because Quentin doesn't seem much of a fighter and he... I think he was a good character until he was eventually killed by I think he was killed by Morgan or kind of her lackeys her her pawns, whatnot, but he eventually turned on the runaways because of that, so that was very unfortunate, but I really did enjoy this episode because, like I said, we had it was so visual, it was so cool seeing certain characters delve into the dark dimension. I love, love, love the scene. One of my favorite parts of this episode was just seeing Carolina, Tandy, and Nico storm out of one of the prison towers and into the other one. I love that visual in slow motion. It gave me so much, it gave me chills seeing that and just seeing Tandy harness her light or her daggers and remember that some of these characters don't have their powers in the dark dimension i was surprised that nico had her powers in the dark dimension i don't know if that was explained but i don't think carolina had her powers chase doesn't have powers he didn't have his fistigons, and then gertz doesn't have old lace so they're kind of essentially not useless but they can't really do much in terms of you know in terms of fighting and whatnot um let me check out the chat and see what you guys are saying. Brandon says, Morgan's sub- spellbook was The Darkhold, which is from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, it's identical. That book led to an artificial person making a virtual world in a human body. Okay. Um, yeah. I, spoiler alert. I have an announcement, guys. I'm really sorry, but I haven't seen a single episode of, of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm so sorry. I have not... I've I, That show's still going on. That's great. That's amazing. I wish this show was still going on, but I've n- yet to see a single episode and give it that full chance. Maybe I will give it a chance after this show wraps because I'm going to be really sad when it does. I'm going to need my Marvel fix, especially since Cloak & Dagger is also canceled. And I need something to watch because also, guess what else is canceled? The Netflix shows. My girl Jessica Jones, we ain't seeing Kristen Ritter no more. And also... uh I have a little bit more time to wait for the the Marvel originals on Disney Plus. So I don't remember when those are coming out, but it's gonna be a while. Um but anyways, let's check out the chat and see what you guys are saying. Uh let's see, let's see. Ghost 8386 says this episode need a ghostwriter cameo. That would have been really cool. I unfortunately like if the show was still going on, that would have been an awesome moment for that. That would have been really cool. Uh, Brandon says that seeing Alex kill his mom in the dark dimension was heartbreaking. I didn't like that Darius was pressuring Alex and I completely agree. And that makes me look at Alex um, in a way. Like I saw it coming. Of course, he's going to choose his friends. He actually likes his friends. He completely disowned his mother though. That might be questionable because was that him disowning his mother at the prison when he was talking to her or was that the alien that was inside of him that did that fully? So, It was a no-brainer that he chose to kill his mom to get back with his friends. Um, But clearly, I remember that the Dark Dimension is all about losing hope. And speaking of that, I remember a scene that gave me more chills, but chills in a bad way, was I remember when Gert was freaking out and her and Tyrone, they ended up going to kind of a... Like, they had this scene where they looked down and they were back in the hostel and they saw Old Lace... Molly and Chase, and they were being attacked by some of the some of the birds from, from Morgan. And that gave me bad chills. And you want to know why that gave me bad chills? Because if you're no stranger to the comics, uh, and I don't want to spoil anything in case it does happen, but I think if you know where I'm going with this, if you know where I'm going with this this, Gert, and kind of what in the comics, if you guys get my drift, I feel like that was... Some interesting foreshadowing. I don't know if if I was the only one, anyone who really, if that resonated with you guys, please let me know in the chat. Uh, It was just very interesting. I know that Ty saw Gert's fears when he touched her. Yeah, Ivan explains that, but I feel like they showed that for a reason. Her greatest fear was losing old Lace, losing Molly, and losing Chase. So clearly she loves Chase. Those are the three most important people in her life. Um but I think she was so afraid to see them, you know, in jeopardy. That makes me afraid of Gert's future a little bit because I, 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 I don't know. I just, it really just stuck out to me. And I'm wondering if that was intentional or was that just kind of like, let's see what Gert's fears are. It was just really interesting that they showed that. Um, Nicholas Kelly says that the group should have trusted Tanning on what she had to say instead of immediately shutting her down. Oh, I think I know what you're referring to, Nicholas. And that was when they eventually did defeat everyone and were reunited with Alex, thanks to everyone kind of coming together and having this, well, I don't want to say Avengers moment, but mini Avengers moment of kind of saving the day and saving Alex and going back to reality. Um, But yeah, what Nicholas is referring to is the fact that when they came back, Nicholas, or not Nicholas, sorry. Tandy saw uh the hopes the hopes of Alex Wilder and oh my gosh what a scene this was we saw our boy Alex looking over a cliff i don't know where he was at he had that staff of one he had Chase's goggles he had the fisticons he was glowing with Carolina's aura um and guess who was with him old lace and I think his eyes were glowing. So he had his friend's powers. Guys, I... What? Tandy saw this. And uh, that was just wild. To, for a lot, No pun intended. That was just wilder to me. Because... Is this... Can we trust Tandy's hopes? I feel like we can. If you've seen Cloak and Dagger, we have to trust her visions, her hopes, and what she sees because... It's, it's not fabricated. It's what people actually want. And that makes me really question Alex, Alex's alliance now, his allegiance, because I thought we could trust him after after finding out that he was um, being the host body to one of the aliens. And so are they really going to go out that route of him being 100% evil? Did the Dark Dimension have a huge influence on him? Because he was there for a really long time and forgot so much or maybe he didn't forget so much. Maybe he had so much time to reflect. Uh, maybe because Alex is the only one without powers. Granted, uh, Chase doesn't really have powers. Chase is just super smart and um, has the fistigons and a bunch of gadgets. Whereas Alex is super smart as well, but he doesn't have any like weapons or powers. He's just very extreme, extremely strategic, extremely intelligent. And that stems from him playing all those video games and and whatnot, because that's where you learn all the strategies and how to kind of combat your foes and whatnot by making all the strategies and coming. Sometimes the best, uh, some of the best villains aren't necessarily fighters, and I wonder if they're going through that route with Alex. But Tandy brought that up, and everyone kind of disregarded it. They they kind of felt like the, the dark dimension kind of like was influencing Tandy a little bit or just kind of like fibbing to her vision but I don't know that was a really good what did you guys think of that because that could be seen either way was it the dark mention playing a game on Tandy's hope visions or was that really Alex's genuine hopes hmm. let me know I'm going to check and see what you guys say uh, Jazzy says Tandy seeing Alex's hopes was his hopes or the aliens hopes but if it was his Oh, I was like, whoa, girl, same. Same, 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 same. I don't think the alien is still inside him. I really think that the alien is gone. I think the alien's gone. Don't you think the alien's gone? Or is it? Guys, I'm terrified. I I just don't know what to think. I feel like uh, I could see it either way, but I really thought that the alien was gone. I don't know. What do you guys think? Ivan says, I was worried that with the alien Wilder, they wouldn't make the real Wilder evil. But I'm so actually, they actually are. Because Ivan, okay, Ivan, you're in, you're convinced that Alex is completely evil. And this isn't the alien's influence. That's, that's interesting. I love seeing all these different viewpoints. I love that some people think it's the alien. Some people don't think it's the alien. Enchanted Sim says they should have listened to her. And I agree. Ivan says the Gibbs are dead. And then Nicholas Kelly says you can see the initial break in Alex when he was bloody in that cage. Oh, when Darius decides to tell that his friends are here and about to get, he got, uh, about to get got, about to get got by the guards. Okay, I, I, I follow you, Nicholas. I got you. And then you also say, Nicholas, Chase really needs to shut up because when any person with common sense starts talking sense, he immediately interrupts and shuts them down when he clearly, when clearly something's wrong. Oh, I love that. That's a good point. I think that's one of Chase's faults. I think he's, almost too trustworthy. He's such a great, caring individual. Clearly he has grown to really have a great friendship with Alex and he cares about him especially. They just saved him from from the dark dimension and whatnot. So clearly he's going to rep his boy, but should he be repping his boy? He's a little bit too trustworthy. I feel like Chase, I Chase, you saw what the dark dimension it played with you. It played with so much and it worked out in your favor of saving your father, but yeah, the dark dimension is no It's not a game by any means. We saw AWOL before. We saw Darius and how they're kind of like coming in and trying to tease and manipulate Alex and kind of pressure him into doing certain things. So I wonder if this whole time maybe they kind of like got in his ear and maybe influenced him in some sort of way. And I think his character arc in the comics was really about, which they kind of talked about in the series so far about becoming your parents like he genuinely in the comics became his parents he followed suit of it and Catherine in the conversation a couple episodes ago episode three she really dug deep into him and saying you became me Alex I I didn't want it to happen but you outsmarted me you did exactly what I would have done and you became your parents and I was like Okay, was this was this Alex or was this the alien? I don't know, guys. We have two more freaking episodes to cover um, tomorrow. Uh, but also, this episode does come to an end with our girl Molly. Because Molly had no interaction with Tandy or Ty, which was so unfortunate, unfortunately. Um, So I don't know if you guys were bummed by that because I love Molly just interacting with any character that she's unfamiliar with because she's just so so friendly and she's just so curious. She's literally a cat and I think that's why she wears her cat beanie. So Uh, it speaks volumes. But Molly is actually kind of not captured by the coven, but she seems to be very influenced by the coven. We see her kind of in some kind of ritual. I don't think she's being sacrificed by the other the other women, the other sorcerists. But it seems like Molly has found some new friends. And I don't know if Molly wants this or not. Because Molly's an interesting character that I feel like has always just wanted to... I feel like she's always wanted to fit in, or she just wanted to find her tribe, and I think she's found it in The Runaways, but also she wants, she, I, she's always wanted just friends. I remember remember when she wanted to kind of be on the dance team in season one. She tried so hard, and Allegra, she's an amazing dancer, okay? So Molly, she can dance. But, you know, being with Bodhi and kind of, you know, the not having to deal with her parents, she's definitely looking for to expand her family, I feel like. And she just wants to find her purpose now, I think. And maybe she thinks she's going to find a purpose with the coven. I don't know. Unless Morgan got in her ear and is influencing her in some, some some shape or form. But let me know what you guys think. And get your predictions, more of your predictions going, okay? Because I have a little bit of news for y'all. Yes, 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 yes. So this was obviously such a special episode because it was a crossover with Tanny and Ty from Cloak and Dagger from Freeform. But um, I was reading an article earlier and it was so awesome because... It was a Collider article, and uh, Olivia Holt, who does who portrays Tandy, and Aubrey Joseph got to kind of talk about their time on set and being a part of the Runaways. Because remember, Cloak & Dagger is a much different show. Um, I think it's, it works as a crossover, but remember in Cloak & Dagger, it's only Tandy and Tyrone. It's not this giant cast of... Um, Runaways and The Pride, you have 16 season regulars, whereas I think there's only like five in Cloak & Dagger. We have uh, Olivia and uh, Aubrey. We have Emma and Ali. So it's just a very small cast in comparison and uh, starting with Olivia she said well if you even know a little bit about Marvel then you would know that I wasn't very told much about the crossover episode when speaking to Collider Um, but she said I was told a couple months ago that we were going to try and make this happen and we were going to try to bring this story to life and to bring all these characters together and I was so excited but both Aubrey and I were really thrilled about working with the Runaways cast we had been talking about this for ages now. And the fact that we finally did it, we're really proud of it. And I think everyone is going to be really thrilled with how it's turned out. It was very exciting and a really good experience for all of us. And then Aubrey had this to say I've truly never, ever in my entire career experienced something like this. Or this, actually, this is Olivia saying this more. Sorry about that. I believe they have fifteen series, fifteen series regulars, and it's hilarious because on our show there are five, five, and most of the time it's just Aubrey and I in the scenes. So there's two of us, and we would, and we would onto the stage, and we we go onto the stage, and there's at least seven people, seventeen people. It was a lot of people, but they're also used to it, so they made us. feel really comfortable and at ease for us to step right in. And both Aubrey and I really felt grateful that they did that. And on top of that, everyone was just really kind and really professional and awesome to work with. The kicker was definitely not being familiar with working with 16 other people in one room. That was definitely a challenge in itself, but a good one to say the least. So I loved hearing their kind of experiences being on set of The runaways. And it just makes me bummed because I really wish they... They would have had maybe another episode or just a more of a crossover. And if Cloak and Dagger was still going on, maybe the Runaways could go and, and join them. Because even in the episode, I forget which character said it, but they even said, oh, well, you know, we'll probably see each other again. So right there and then I felt like, oh, that was ample opportunity for the Runaways to go on season three if there was a season three of Cloak and Dagger. So very, very sad, guys. Um, But I will do my quick little special segment of our comic book character corner because Nicholas Kelly, you totally gave me this vibe of Alex wanting the powers from his friends. And I feel like Alex really does represent the underdog and you would never expect the underdog to be the mole. And that's why the revelation in the comics is so iconic because everyone was so shocked when it turned out to be Alex the mole. So speaking of Alex Wilder, we're covering him a little bit in this comic book comic book character corner because literally Nicholas Kelly, you said it best. Alex might just be manipulated by the dark dimension or maybe Alex has been evil this entire time and the dark dimension didn't have anything to do with it, just like in the comics, and it's just so funny because in the comics, Alex betrayed his friends, and he literally became his parents. And in the comics, it's so funny because the Giborum, they actually only had a certain amount of numbers of lives to take into the real in t- to take into the new world, and basically that's why Alex wanted his family him and his family to go into the new world while this world would have been destroyed. Yeah, you know, this is what happens when you sell your souls in exchange for money and, you know, killing kids and whatnot. And that's just the life of pride. But Alex was a stone cold evil killer character in the comics. So I'm just really interested if they're going to go that route. But also, spoiler in the comics, I'm so sorry I have to say this. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. The comics have been out for a really long time. Alex actually is killed in the comics. Yes, guys. And I'm pretty sure you guys in the chat, you guys probably already know this. Like I said, the comics have been out for years. There's already been talk about it and whatnot. Alex dies in the comics. He is killed by the Gaborim. So I just wonder the possibilities. Are they going to try to emulate that in the live, series, live action series? I mean, we have two more episodes left. I have no clue. Get those predictions going because we might as well just get on to predictions right now. All right. Well, After here we go. TV predictions. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. Well, I got to shout out to the MVP, Nicholas Kelly. Well, you guys are all MVPs. Okay. But Nicholas Kelly is giving us what we need from the comic book lore. Nicholas Kelly says, from what I remember of the comics, I can already see these writers going down the same storyline where Alex goes completely dark and becomes a traitor that we knew him as, as well as going to hell to learn magic via contact with a demon that he can barely control, then later causes havoc in Harlem where he starts a new pride with Harlem's known villains Ooh, that sounds like the second i think that's the second run of runaways if i remember correctly i have to bring my comic books tomorrow so i can just like kind of like skim it and get fully refreshed because they're so they're so good i highly recommend the comics people um let's see what brandon has to say oh uh he said alex trigger was mostly his mom's death interesting um Let's see, let's see. Ivan says, oh, well, Ivan says to use an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. term, we can call Molly a gifted person. Interesting. Y'all remember the gifted? No? Well, the gifted was also canceled. He got two seasons, and that was more to kind of, like, go off on mutants, or, like Ivan says, those were more the gifted. They were called the gifted, not mutants. Um. But, yeah, in terms of my predictions as we wrap up this after show, I think... I really do think there's going to be a shocking death within The Runaways. I know. Uh, I I already have an idea of who it is. Actually, I have two characters that I think might die. I really don't want to say them because I don't... I'm so afraid of me saying them. They might come true. Um, All I'm going to say is that I think it's either a boy or a girl. So that doesn't give you anything but i think two characters are very susceptible to dying as we wrap up this series and it's very unfortunate but i feel like it you know what some of the greatest uh series some of the greatest films have iconic death scenes that sounds terrible but i mean think look at buffy the vampire slayer and and like angel like some of these iconic series like They kill off certain characters for that emotional reaction. And I really do think that they might go there. That I mean, if it can happen in the comics, why couldn't it happen in the live-action series? Especially go out with a bang. And so I just am also predicting that I'm going to cry by the end of this series. I think Morgan is going to be taken down. I think Tina's going to take her down, or going to at least help Nico take her down. But I do think more Pride members are going to die, and I'm really afraid that Tina might be one of those, you know? I I think I can see a lot of the remaining Pride kind of maybe sacrificing themselves. And I do think we're going to see more of a sinister, sinister side to Alex, because why would you show that? Why would you have Tandy have that hope vision from him? And not go into that full route. It's like you can't just show that. It's like that old thing with the gun. Don't show a gun if you don't intend to use it. So don't show that hope memory if you don't intend to use it. And it's so scary because the runaways are completely oblivious. And they completely trust Alex. So I'm afraid for everyone's fate at this point. So let me know your thoughts, your theories, your speculations and whatnot in the comments below. Or you can always tweet me, DM me all about the show and what's to come for maybe who knows maybe this isn't the end for the runaways but until then we do have to wrap up unfortunately i'm your host ollie drennan find me on all social media platforms at ollie dreamer and i also like to cosplay maybe i'll cosplay one of the runaways one day you can find my cosplays at my instagram at ollie cosplays and until then guys you gotta follow me because I will let you know when we are covering the last two episodes of Runaways tomorrow, Thursday, on Afterbuzz TV. Until then, guys, we will see you for the two remaining episodes of Runaways of season three. See you guys later. Our founder Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to Afterbuzz TV.